0: Welcome to Impact Exposure. Exposure is 88.9 The Impact's one-hour forum discussing relevant issues affecting the MSU community. And now, tonight's Exposure. Hi, welcome to
1: Impact Exposure. My name's Lindsay, and tonight we have a full lineup. Uh, first off, we have Tracy from the City of East Lansing to talk about Be Your Own. Uh, Be a tourist in your own town. Tracy, want to introduce yourself?
2: Sure thing. Uh, My name is Tracy Peratt. I'm the Vice President of Marketing for the Greater Lansing Convention and Visitors Bureau. And our mission is to bring in um, both leisure travelers and convention and event attendees to the Greater Lansing region.
1: Oh, awesome. So what exactly uh, does Be a Tourist in Your Own Town entail?
2: Well, the CVB produces an event each year. This is our 14th annual event called mm-hmm. Be a Tourist in Your Own Town. Okay. This year it will be Saturday, May 31st from 10 to 5. And what we do is for a very nominal fee, you purchase a passport, and that pu- passport will get you free attra- free admission to over 50 different attractions.
1: Oh, well, yeah, what, what attractions uh, will be there?
2: Um, all of our old favorites will be on board, like Impression 5 Science Center, Potter Park Zoo, the Michigan Historical Museum, and new for 2008, we've got over a dozen new attractions, mm-hmm. and a lot of them focus on our green theme. Okay. Folks are really, um, you know, being more concerned about being uh, eco-friendly and their carbon footprint and all those good things, right. and they can find lots of different attractions to help them learn more about recycling, like at Friedland Industries. Okay. Um, Urban Options is also helping us out this year, so folks can go in and learn how to conserve energy and how to make their homes more energy efficient. Awesome. Um, you can reuse materials and learn more about recycling at Creation Station. Kids can make craft projects. So there's lots of different things going Going on, um, almost something for everyone.
1: Okay. Um, how do you just drive around yourself, or is there transportation provided? Or
2: uh, we partner each year with CATA. Okay. Um, so again, for a nominal fee, you can ride one of the four public Be a Tourist bus routes that okay. day, and they will actually, you, you know, you can park your car in one location, hit one of those bus routes, and they will take you to all the different attractions.
1: Oh, awesome. Um, let's see, uh, what you have more than 50 attractions like how how did you get these partners uh to agree to be in it do you like it's a long standing thing that
2: Right. Um, we're lucky uh, that we've got a lot of great members of uh-huh. the Convention and Visitors Bureau. Lots of different types of fun attractions, museums, historical sites, um, the zoo, places like that, parks and recreation. And in addition to that, the CVB also has hotel and restaurant members. Oh, okay. Um, so we feel, you know, we've got a, a great connected community here that really want to showcase all there is to see and do. And um, they've been fantastic partners.
1: All right. How did you get involved in all this?
2: Uh, I've been with the bureau almost eight years now, and um, it comes with the territory. Uh, I, we have a great staff at the CVB. Uh, a dedicated committee of five or six individuals actually puts the event on, mm-hmm. and then our entire staff actually volunteers the day of the event to make oh, sure wow. it goes off without a hitch.
1: That's cool. That's that's awesome. Yeah. So you you mentioned the museums and stuff. What are, what are some other, like, random, I don't know, things that people wouldn't expect to be on this tour?
2: Um, I think we have some cool, unique attractions that you typically can't get into on a, on a normal Saturday. For example, you can go into the Board of Water and Light and see one of their restored murals. Oh. And see the water dye treatment plant. Um, Bergdorf's Winery out in Hazlitt will have free wine tastings. That, so, that folks could be cool. can get out and see that. Um, the Lake Lansing Sailing Club will have free sailing, um, sailboat rides out on Lake Lansing. Oh, wow. Um, so lots of cool stuff. And people can visit our website, which is org, and get more details about all the different attractions that are participating. So, it's
1: just not Lansing, it's like the greater Lansing area that's participating in this. Exactly. Yep. Okay, cool. And then, uh, you can find information on the Lansing.org website.
2: Yep. Um, you need a passport to participate, and those are on sale now, uh-huh. um, at different, uh, locations around the region. So at the different Lansing Meridian Malls, Greater Lansing CVB, okay. Impression 5 Science Center, Lansing Art Gallery, AAA on Grand River Avenue. Um, and again, all those places are listed on our website, which is Lansing.org. Mm-hmm. Or folks can give us a call, um, 487-6800, and mm-hmm. we'll be happy to share more information with them. Awesome. Um... Uh, Again, we just encourage residents to get out, enjoy their community, and our hope is that they'll become ambassadors for the region. Mm -hmm. So once they get out and see all the fun things there are to see and do that maybe they're not even aware of. Right. Uh, We have lots of people that go visit the state capitol for the first time. You know, maybe their children are are there and and visiting it on a school trip, but they haven't been in the building themselves in years and years. Yeah, I've
1: never been myself yet either. So This
2: is perfect. (laughs) Um, So really what we're trying to do is educate those residents about all there is to see and do in hopes that they'll then... Um, invite their friends and family back and visit again.
1: Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Tracy. Uh, you should be sure to check that out. It's Being a Tourist in Your Own Town, and it's May thirty. 30- May
2: 31st from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Again, those passports that you need to participate are available day of. Okay. Um, And, again, you can learn more about that on our website, which is lancing.org, or call us at 487-6800.
1: All right. Thank you so much, Tracy. Thank you. And we'll just take a short break, and we'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact.
3: At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if
0: you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public
1: service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station.
0: For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to the Impact Primetime, where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week.
3: Sunday nights, check out Sit or Spin from 8 to 10 p.m., where you can voice your opinion on what new music we play here on the Impact.
4: Only
5: on
0: Impact Prime. Time. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432 3893. And now, back to Exposure.
1: Welcome back. Uh, this is Lindsay again. And right now we have uh, Old Town Art Market. Why don't you guys uh, introduce yourselves?
5: I'm Shannon Raleigh. Okay. I'm Courtney Sipperly. Okay. And how do you guys invo- get involved in this? Um, We actually both work at the Old Town Commercial Association, and um, we're the ones that put on the art market in conjunction with the Be a Tourist in Your Own Town, which Tracy was just talking about. Okay,
1: awesome. So what exactly uh, happens at the Old Town Art Market? Um, We have about 20 different vendors, and they come from 10 to 5, same as the Be a Tourist in Your Own Town. And they just set up on the streets. They're mostly concentrated on Turner and Grand River. Okay. And they have all their products out. Um, we're going to have vendors have, that have jewelry, pottery, um, oil paintings, black and white photographs, all different kinds of stuff. That's cool. How, and uh, uh, how do you guys get, uh, get these vendors involved in this?
5: Um, we just did a call out to different local artist groups, um, the art council. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it. This is the fourth year we've done it. So mm-hmm. we've had a lot of vendors that came back from years previous, Um and then um, we put a call out to the, all the like LCC and MSU to mm-hmm. try and get a lot of students involved because our rates are really low to get in, and we want to give people a chance to show their artwork.
1: Awesome. And uh, when's this? Is this is this taking place only once, or is it uh, every month, or when's it taking place? Just once. Just, just once. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> when's that going to be? Um, the same day as the Beat Tourist on Saturday, May thirty first. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Okay and, um so you need just how many
5: people is uh working this, or do you need more people or? Um, we actually don't need any volunteers for this event. It kind of uh-huh. runs itself, um, but we do need volunteers for a lot of other events that we do in Old Town. Okay. Um, we log a lot of volunteer hours. Um, they help with pretty much everything we do. And we have two major festivals that are coming up that we're looking for volunteers for right now. Okay. And what, are, what festivals are those? It's the Festival of the Moon and the Festival of the Sun. They're two of the largest festivals um, that we do. Mm-hmm. And it's June 20th and 21st. Mm-hmm. And if you have any interest in volunteering, it's a great way to kind of help out the community and it's a ton of fun um, you can give our office a call it's 517-485-4283 and uh, what are those festival themes Uh, what what happens at those ones Festival of the Moon is um, honestly a pretty classy beer tent uh we have yeah, that's what it is. Um we feature Bell's beer. Um you come in, you pay your admission price, and you get a um pint glass that has the Bell's logo on it, which is awesome and the Festival of the Moon logo. Nice. Um and you get to taste a bunch of different Bells beer. Okay. Um, and then the Saturday is Festival of the Sun, and it's a wine, beer, and gourmet food tasting event. Mm-hmm. So we have wine and beer from Michigan and actually all over the world, and then we have six um, different eateries coming in mm-hmm. um, to try some gourmet food as well. Uh, and is that going to be in the same location
1: as the uh, Old Town Art Market? It's yeah. So it's Turner and Grand River, you said? Yep. Okay,
5: cool. So... uh yeah we'll actually be coming back um in a couple of weeks to talk more about that on the show oh awesome okay yeah so uh
1: old town art market is may thirty first in conjunction with be a tourist in your own town uh and is it are you guys all part of the old town revival and like try and get that back to business like what stuff sort of stuff have you guys been doing besides uh like the art market and
5: well, our organization, again, is the Old Town Commercial Association, mm-hmm. and we work um, with a ton of volunteers and other committee members mm-hmm. to revitalize the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, Old Town was Lansing's original downtown, okay. um, and so it's beautiful Victorian buildings. If you guys haven't been out there, you should definitely check it out. Um, we have a lot of great boutiques, and we work a lot with our businesses to try and make sure that they have a great environment, that they can really thrive and do anything and everything that we can to get people down to the area and make sure it's a great place to be. All
3: right, sweet.
5: Anything else you guys want to... If you don't mind, I would like to pitch another event that we have going of on. Of course. Go right um, ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just started a new event. It's called um, Schmooze on Twos. It happens every second Tuesday of the month. Okay. Um So I know Tuesdays are usually kind of a dead night of the week. Um, but if you come down to Old Town every second Tuesday, um all of our bars and restaurants have great specials going on. Hmm. So um they're all listed on our website if you want to check that out. Um It's iloveoldtown.org. Okay. Um, but it's a great reason to come out on a Tuesday night. Um, you can. It's a good reason to try some of our restaurants mm-hmm. and bars in Old Town, and just bring some friends and check it out. There's some bus routes along there. Or? Um, there's a couple of Cata bus routes um, that you can check out. I'm not sure exactly what numbers they are though. Right.
1: All right, so smoo- smooth on the twos. That, yes. Like that is <laughs> the <title. laughs>
5: wow, you guys are very busy. So, all right, yeah. uh, Anything else you guys want to add? Or? Um, we always just have tons of stuff going on in the area, so again, just check out the website. We have a calendar on there. It's iloveoldtown.org, mm-hmm. art markets, schmooze twos, festivals, farmer's markets. It's all on there, so check it out. Oh, you guys have farmer markets down there? Yes, we do. We what, have a, What what days are those on? It's the first Sunday, um, mm-hmm. which is the same time as the first Sunday gallery walk, and then we also have it on the third Friday of every month, so oh, it's okay. twice a month, again, on the website, all the exact dates. Gotcha. So, all right. So,
1: all right. The, uh, the Old Town Art Festival is May 31st in conjunction with Be uh, a Tourist in Your Own Town and the Festival of the Moon and Sun are June 21st and 2nd, right? 20th and 21st. 21st. Yep. Almost. <laughs> <And then laughs> Farmer Markets on the first and first Sunday and third of the Friday and, uh... Yes, very busy. News on second Tuesday of the month. All right, got it.
5: Just check the website. It's a oh, lot yeah. to remember. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Um, thank you guys very much for coming on. Thanks for having Thanks. us. All right, we're going to go on a short break.
0: You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact.
3: Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council.
0: For more variety than you'll hear on any other station, listen to The Impact Primetime, Primetime where you can find a different specialty show every night of the week.
3: Tuesday nights from 8 until midnight,
0: The Impact's progressive torch and twang torch and torch. brings you the best in alternative country and grassroots music.
2: Only on Impact Primetime.
4: You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432 432- Three eighty nine three. And now back to exposure.
1: And welcome back. I'm Lindsay and welcome to Impact Exposure. Right now we have Lansing's Habitat for Humanity. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? I'm Julie Birch. I'm the
6: development
4: director with Habitat for
1: Humanity Lansing. Okay.
6: And I'm Brahe Mohammed and I'm one of the volunteers.
1: Okay. And uh what what would you guys come on? to talk about today?
4: Well, it's the start of building season, Mm -hmm. and we are um, looking for people who want to volunteer on our builds and also in our office, in our restore, working with families, um, Mm. and pretty much anything else that somebody would want (laughs) to do.
1: Do you guys uh, work uh, on it? Houses around the Greater Lansing area, or do you guys go all over Michigan? Or
4: um, We pretty much stick in Lansing. Um, there are other Habitat affiliates in the Tri-County area, mm-hmm. and we work in Lansing and East Lansing and a little bit in Holt. Um, and the houses that we're building this summer are mostly on the north side of Lansing, Pretty near Old Town, where your last <laughs> guests were from, um, like less than a mile from where they were. Okay, and um, and then we also have a house in Holt that we're gonna do some rehabilitation on. Mm-hmm. And the houses are really easy to get to, and there's always stuff to do on them.
1: How many projects do you guys do a do a year, or does it change every year?
4: It's increasing every year.
1: Increasing um, every year. Awesome. There's a
4: lot of need in Lansing for affordable housing, and what we build is affordable housing. Mm-hmm. Um, our houses sell to homeowners for about $85,000 on average. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's pretty good for a custom built brand new home. Oh yeah. Um, and it's that affordable because of volunteers. Mm-hmm. But this year we're going to probably do four, three to four brand new houses. Mm-hmm. And we're also buying foreclosed homes through the Ingham County Land Bank. -hmm. That we're going to do some repairs on, and we're going to sell about six of those this year. So, we have a lot of projects that are coming up, and we haven't started any of those yet because it was too cold to dig holes in the ground.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So, we have a lot of work to do, and we we need a lot of people. people. All right. Where where can volunteers go on a website or call the office to volunteer? Yes and yes. Yes and yes. Um,
4: yes. We have a website. It's habitatlansing.org. Okay. And we list all of our volunteer opportunities generally on that website. Mm-hmm. And we also have monthly volunteer orientations. We okay. have two next month on June 9th and June 24th. Okay. Um, they're, they're at churches, so they're easy to get to. They're free. Nobody okay. has to RSVP. Those are on the website too.
1: You just show up and. Mm -hmm. Okay. You show up,
4: you get all the information. Um, We can teach somebody how to build a house. (laughs) It's It's really
6: cool, actually.
4: Yeah?
1: Yeah.
6: Yeah, it's really cool. Like, you basically can be on top of the roof and, like, fixing all the houses, it's really nice, and no matter what, it's just, like, you'll always know, like, later on in the future, if you want f- to fix it on your own house, it'll be really cool, you can just do your own thing, that's awesome, that's really cool, yeah, skill sets right there, yeah. yeah, you didn't know anything before you started volunteering, did you? Mm, nope, nope, I didn't know nothing about it, and, like, we were just counting outside how many houses I had in building, it's, like, almost 10 of them, it was Wild. really cool, and, like, anytime you drive on those houses, I'd be like, I built that house, i like, all <laughs> proud, <piled> and, like... <laughs> feel pride in it and stuff. It's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know. (laughs) I started volunteering in college.
4: I went to MSU, and I didn't know the first thing about roofing, and now I really like to roof. Yeah. And I definitely didn't know about drywalling, and I really like to
6: drywall now. (laughs) I do, too. Um, It's really cool. Like, they give you this driver and it's like, you just it's really easy you think it's really hard but it's not you just you gotta know when the stuff so the screw doesn't go in all the way <laughs> that's the, like the most difficult part of it all yeah maybe we should have you teach safety classes <laughs> i know like one of like you can get to do like the ceiling and stuff and it's really nice cause, but the thing is like you have to be careful because the thing is so heavy and like the drywall yeah the drywall is so heavy and it's just like you basically have to like make sure how you're doing and everything or else, like, they have to go back and redo it. It's oh, pretty no. cool, though.
1: Yeah, I did, like, a hand type thing when I was in eighth grade, and I, d- I did roofing. I had fun with the staple gun. I must say, that was fun.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> roofing's a lot of fun, especially in Just, the summertime when it's nice out. Yeah. It, you don't want to be inside working on in a basement. And uh, if you're not afraid of heights, roofing is the place to be. Just <laughs> don't
6: look down. That's the only thing do not look down.
4: Yeah, we had a homeowner last year who tried to work on his roof. Yeah. And he got up and looked down and got really kind of wobbly kneed. But oh, he no. was so excited because we were working on his roof that he didn't want to get down. Oh, no. He got down, and it was okay, and then he just stood on top of the ladder and grinned at everybody who was Um, working on his roof. That's awesome. Yeah, it (laughs) was really fun.
1: How long have you guys been involved
6: with Habitat? I think for me it's been three years. Three years? Yeah. Yeah, you've done
4: about ten houses in three years. Um, And I joined the staff a year and a half ago, Uh and I started volunteering in 2000. Oh, wow. Eight years. Yeah. crazy. But I haven't even, I don't think I've even worked on eight houses.
1: (laughs) I got a record on you. (laughs) So, How did you guys get, like, what made you want to join Habitat? In college, I wanted a resume builder. Um,
4: And, I mean, I can be honest about it. It's a really great resume builder because no matter where you go throughout the world, Chances are very good that people are going to know the name Habitat for Humanity. Oh, yeah. It's a really marketable skill also to be able to say that you did housing projects with a nonprofit, Mm -hmm. even if they don't know the Habitat name. Right. Um, But I wanted to do something with my Sundays, and that's back when MSU had a Sunday crew. I was like, oh, this might be kind of cool. And so I started volunteering, and then I did a couple spring break trips to Florida, and I was hooked because... Mm -hmm. It was just so much fun like working for 5 days, 8 hours a day on houses mm-hmm. with the homeowners was really powerful. Right. And um why not do it at home? If I wanted if I did it in Florida, I might as well volunteer at, at home too mm-hmm. cuz there are definitely people in Lansing that need housing. Right.
6: And how do you get involved? I met a family that, like, you work on community hours and stuff, and, like, mm-hmm. a family that were getting a house, and they were, like, asked us if we can volunteer with them and stuff. And I did, and, like, I was hooked on it. <laughs> that I, like, call, and I'll even ask them, like, call them at stuff, like, are you guys building any new housing <laughs> or anything? Because I want to get involved. And it was really fun, and it was really cool, because you get to pick on, like, to learn so many things and it's really nice that's
1: cool
6: and i've been involved ever since and i probably will be for the rest of my life so <laughs> awesome. probably yeah it's a really nice atmosphere to work on because like, everybody's just there like laughing and everything is like, really cool especially when you're painting. painting. yeah it's safe everything's safe <laughs> but especially when you're painting you get to like splurge paint all over you <laughs> <laughs> everything so it's right. cool yeah
4: now everybody's gonna want to come on site only when we're painting (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have a whole bunch of paint people who paint on the ceiling
6: yeah it was like really crazy when um msu still had the sunday crew and everything that one day we literally got covered in paint everybody there it was so funny like everybody screaming and splashing it was fun and whose house was that I don't remember. Just so I can go back and clean up. (laughs) 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 Actually, that was one of the Kavanaugh houses or whatever. Oh, that was Uh, a long time ago? It was a while ago. It was before you even started working there. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) That was a while ago.
4: We do have people on site that are supervisors. Um, oh, we have okay. a construction supervisor who will show people how to do something if they are unsure of it or if they're doing it the wrong
1: way. They're like cr- contractor type people.
4: Yeah, he's a con- he's a general contractor, um, but he's on our staff full time, and mm-hmm. his name is Charlie. Mm-hmm. And um, at one time he was an ER nurse, so if anybody gets hurt, <laughs> All Charlie right. can fix them up. F- I'll feel really safe. But then. it hasn't. I don't think he's needed to do that. That's good. Um, but he's been doing. He's been working with us um, on and off for about six years. Mm-hmm. So if people are unsure, they're on site for the first time, and they don't know what they want to do, he'll encourage them to try something, and he'll really show them how to do it. Like, oh, it's, it'll be faster, easier for you if you do it this way, or why don't you try this tool instead of this tool. Right. Um, most people hold hammers the wrong way. Good, good. Um, so, I mean, any staff person on site or a long-time volunteer will be like, No. doing it the wrong way
1: but it ri- reminds me of like a, a Gilmore Girls episode where she went into Habitat here and 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 showed up with like her mom decorated. With, oh like, yeah, that, and, and I so nice. know, and <laughs> she
6: made a little cute pink dress with a lot
1: of feathers on. <laughs> it was really funny. There was feathers and jewels all over this hammer. It was the most ridiculous it, thing. We I've need ever to seen. do hard hats like that.
4: Yeah, we want to do a women's build maybe this summer or like a women's build day that would start and we'd maybe do like one every couple months. Mm-hmm. And we would definitely have to do some uh, decorative hammer work and or yeah. hats. maybe like some. Hot pink, dark red, <laughs> hard hat. Yeah,
1: you can get some fabric glue and everything. Mm-hmm. Different
6: colors. Puff paint. Oh yeah. The yeah, that'd be so. funny watching her wear some of those. I'd be laughing. Yeah, You would.
4: That's the thing. I mean, the kind of the the t- people that you see on a Habitat job site volunteering are really diverse. I mean, mm-hmm. we're both young women, and you wouldn't normally think that you're going to show up at a, a construction site and you're going to see like young women. Mm-hmm. But that's sort of the reality. I mean. You can show up on site on a Saturday and you'll see people who are 18, you'll see people who are 68. Right. Um, Granted, the people who are 68 are probably part of our our more regular crews and so they're really high skilled. Right. And they're teaching people how to do things and they're supervising a little bit more. Right. But um, yeah, I mean, anybody's welcome. We have people that come from MSU or even high school crews, like Mm -hmm. high school seniors will do a service project sometimes. That's cool. Um, So, everybody's getting getting
1: something to do, like older people give them something to do to give back, teach younger people what to do. Yeah,
6: younger people learn. When I first started, like, there's this regular guy, Matt. That man. Yeah, he's really cool, and he's like, one time I was like, oh, I want to work with you. He was like, just let me give you a heads up. They give me the hardest jobs, as long as you know that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's cool. And he gets to climb the highest parts, and I like just kept following him. Eventually, like every time he'd be like, here you go, he like hand me the hammer, be like, climb up there, and he will be like, I'll hold the ladder. No, so man. it's like I took his job, but it's really cool. And every summer, like, I look for him. Like, whenever we get to a house, I'll be like, where's Matt? Where's Matt? And then, like, (laughs) not
1: here today. I'm like,
6: oh, man, I want to, like, work with him because he's really cool. And he shows you, like, so many little tricks to do and stuff like that. That's cool. He's got his own tools and, like, clicked on this bell. And sometimes, like, he'll give me his bell. But that thing is, like, so heavy. It's It's, really heavy. (laughs) Yeah, but it's fun, though. i would be, like, walking around thinking I'm, like, a construction worker. So it's fun. (laughs) Maybe you should do that. For yeah. a, a career, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I like to do it for fun. I don't want to start getting tired of it. No. no. Okay. It's like a hobby. Hobby uh, okay. for fun. Yeah.
1: There you go. Do you guys like? Do you guys take houses that are already standing, knock them down, rebuild them, or do you like just like tear everything out and build from the ba- from like the? We do both. Do both. Um,
4: we just finished um, and dedicated two weeks ago a house that we bought. A year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and it was a historic structure. Okay. Is deemed by the powers that be, okay. and so we had and uh, we had it tested for lead paint. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that there were the, they had done the windows with lead paint. So we took out all the windows. Okay. We took off all the drywall. We took out all of the electrical work, all the plumbing, and we put all of that back in. Mm-hmm. So driving by the house, it sort of looks the same. We even tore off the deck and put it back exactly how it was before, just with non-lead wood um, <laughs> tore down the garage and put the garage back up exactly where it was before and bought special garage doors and everything mm-hmm. um, just so that it would fit into the neighborhood and that was a really long process because right. it it takes a lot longer to tear a house down to the studs and the, the exterior walls and yeah. then build it back up than it takes to put a new hole in the ground and build a house
1: from, from scratch.
4: scratch, yeah. Yeah, that takes about six months with okay. all of the subcontractors that have to come in and do their work and all the volunteers. And, okay. And, yeah, it it takes about a year, sometimes even more, to do... An existing house. An existing house, yeah. That's cool. But then there are sometimes, th- there are houses that we either buy or have donated, where we buy back from a homeowner who's moving. Mm-hmm and those take a couple months, you know, put a few fresh coats of paint on it, fix up the appliances or replace them if we need to, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's ready and there's a new family moving in.
1: That's cool.
4: Yeah, and it's really and that's easy stuff, like painting. <laughs> it's a really easy task for volunteers to do as long as they're supervised. Right. Not painting each
1: other. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs>
6: or painting the ceiling. Yeah. You'd be having your own, like, custom-made pants, you know, with, like, hand paint on it and everything. It'd be really cool. I'm <laughs> <laughs>
4: pretty sure that's what they're doing in Italy right now. Yeah. Milan. Basically, yeah, Yeah.
6: Exactly. I have a pair of jeans. Like, I just wear them, and it's just, like, it's really cool. It, like, one person asked me if I bought it from Haas. I'm like, no, I made my own. <laughs> 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 your Habitat <laughs> jeans? Yeah, my Habitat jeans. They're mm-hmm. pretty cool, though. I have, like, my handprint on there, and it's really nice. There
4: you go. We had a group of sixth graders that um, we work with every year. We've been working with them for nine years now, mm-hmm. and it's um, they're from the Montessori Children's House of Lansing. Okay. And I got to work with them this year because I volunteered and they chose me. Awesome. Um But they got to do finished coats of paint, which we had never let kids do before, because normally a finished coat of paint, you know, you want it to be really smooth, and right, so... no lines,
1: no, yeah.
4: Right, um, and so those that, that job would go to a person with a little bit more experience, and these kids had, they're sixth graders, they'd obviously never really done a finished coat of paint before, and they left, and not only were the walls perfect, but they were spotless. Wow. These kids had done such a nice job, like... No paint on themselves, no paint in their hair, no paint on their glasses. Mind you, I was covered in paint (laughs) because I was walking around behind them, you know, like wiping stuff down and pulling tape off and, you know, cleaning brushes on my own hand. But um, yeah, I was really proud of those kids. I talk about them a lot because I was really, I'm really proud of what they did. That's cool, And that's how we know that we can teach anybody how to build a habitat house because they built ladders for fire escapes, they grouted a tile floor, they did paint, they did cleaning, they stained a deck. I mean, these are things that you wouldn't think an 11- or 12-year-old could do. No problem. <laughs> they're like experts now. They, they're they all really thinking that they could help around the house. Right. Now, who doesn't want their sixth grader to help them out around the house? <laughs> oh, never again. Yeah.
1: Never, ever. (laughs) Right.
4: But these kids, I think they could. I mean, they could probably help paint a bedroom.
1: That's cool, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, my dad used to teach me all that stuff when I was little because that's that's what he did, so, yeah. How many volunteers do you guys have on on average, or does it change every year?
4: It takes about 2,500 volunteer hours to build a house. Oh, wow. So it really depends on how many volunteers come with the house because sometimes a house will be sponsored by... um, local Lutheran churches are doing a house this year. Last year, MSU Federal Credit Union did a house. Okay. So those are groups that have their own volunteers built in. They come naturally. They come with the house. Okay. Um, other houses, it takes a little bit longer because we use a mixture of our regular crews, like the retirees. We call them the golden oldies. All right. So the golden oldies on the Tuesday, Thursday morning crew, um, sometimes... They're the ones who really keep everything going, and they're the majority of the volunteer hours. Mm -hmm. Um, Other times it's people who want to show up for three hours at a time every sunday and they work on a different house so okay it really varies 2500 hours a house is about what we need for a new construction wow we also have people that volunteer in our home improvement thrift store which is called the restore okay um people who want to help out but they don't necessarily want to work outside or people who are really interested in stocking shelves or accepting donations or mm-hmm. working at cash register or cleaning okay and then we have people who volunteer in our office they might do data entry or photocopying mm-hmm. or um, people help with graphic design a lot. Okay. They'll design a brochure or a poster or something. So we have a lot of volunteers that don't ever come on a job site. Okay, And they have just as much fun because, you know, one of our volunteers brings in her two-year-old son. Oh, okay. Whenever she wants to volunteer, she puts him in her, in a little crib and he throws stuff out of the crib and then we all walk by and we put it back in and he giggles and screams and then throws it back out. And So I think he has just as much fun maybe as his mom does when she was volunteering. <laughs> and we all like it too because it's a new face and somebody that's exciting. That's cool. Maybe
1: that's cool. a distraction from our computers. <laughs> what are you guys' favorite parts to build a house? What? What do you like to do the best? Mine would
6: be the siding.
1: Siding? Really?
4: Yeah. I've never done siding. Really? Are you one of those people that overlaps like six inches? No. Okay, good. We don't like you.
6: I do it perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: I really like perfectly. roofing. I like to be outside.
1: You like to be roofing?
4: Uh, I really like roofing. Plus, um, I don't know, it's... Once you get going on roofing, you know there, and you get into a rhythm with the people you're working with. Mm -hmm. It's really easy and it goes really fast. And then you don't staple yourself. Yeah, don't staple yourself and don't wear shorts. Good. Yeah. People who wear shorts on roofs end up getting burned pretty badly because the black tar paper and uh, the black shingles get really hot. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's really fun to be on the roof and
6: drywalling in general. Yeah,
4: and drywalling is really fun. It's really dusty. It's really fun. Two
6: things I like, is, like the dry w- number one would have to be siding, and then second thing would be like drywalling. Third would have to be like putting on the deck together and stuff. But that's really nice, like <laughs> wood and like. Frame. I don't get to cut it basically. Yeah, people cut it for you. I'm like, yeah, I suck at the measurement, so. See,
4: and I really like framing and working like the chop saw. It's really empowering to be given complete control over not only everybody's like blocks of wood but also over this really awesome power tool <laughs> i yeah. mean it's 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 pretty cool to walk on site not knowing anything and then all of a sudden you're like learning how to use a chop saw
6: or something like that i've <laughs> used the saws before but i just messed up the measurements so like chris was like just over there i come <laughs> for you just put them together yeah so i just bang on them yeah, and put them on them that's cool
4: Framing a house is really fun too being on site the first the when the first wall goes up
6: mm-hmm.
4: is really really cool and mm-hmm. it's i mean it's something where all of a sudden you know th- you start with a whole bunch Nothing. of two by fours that are right. laid on the the deck of the house basically, which is just plywood and people put it all together and then they put ply- more plywood on front or on the top, which we don't really call plywood, but it's what everybody else calls it. Right. And then uh, somebody cuts out the windows, and then... All of a sudden, it's, like, one, two, three, and the whole wall's
6: going up. It's pretty cool when you get to foot up the wall, it, It's bit. really like cool. Everybody's, like, running around. And I'm, like, the smallest one there of mm-hmm. all of everybody. So I, like, get in, like, underneath and, like, trying them because, like, some of them, they forget to nail them.
3: Oh. So they, like,
6: get in there, and I go, like, squeeze in and, like, nail them. And it's pretty cool, though. Like, yeah. at first, when you came, there was, like, nothing there. And then next thing you know, you're, like, at the end of the day for eight hours a day or whatever. Like, we set up, like you're walls. standing in a house
4: i mean after and eight yeah, hours with 15 people you can get four cool. walls up and maybe even some trusses on the roof wow That's it's awesome. pretty cool
6: yeah, yeah.
4: and well, it takes about 15 people i think to put the fir- to raise a wall they're really heavy
6: yeah i can imagine
4: there's a stud every 16 inches right plus the the plywood on top mm-hmm And the two-by-fours on top and the bottom and extra around the doors and the windows. They're really heavy.
6: I just step back and let the guys do that, and I'm like, okay, now you can move away, and then Mm -hmm. I need to... You need to hammer it in,
4: make it look good, and make sure it stays up. Yeah. I once heard a joke after Hurricane Andrew went through Florida that... The only houses left standing were habitat houses. Oh, wow. Because there are so many nails in them, (laughs) and they're built so solidly. Right. Yeah, they just don't fall apart. (laughs) There are 48,000 nails on average in a habitat house, and most of them are in the right place. Right. There might just be a couple of extra in that right place. Right. So, I mean, the houses aren't falling down.
1: No. And
4: it's a lot of fun to hammer nails in, I mean, once you get good at it. Right. Could have hammering competitions on on
6: the roof. I <laughs> like to I like to show how strong I am. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I feel like the guys be like trying to nail them and they're like, this is how you do it next. And I'm like, can I have the you know the hammer? And then they're like, oh, you don't need help. To see you later. <laughs> and they're like, I'm and <laughs> yeah. <call> somebody else.
4: <laughs> yeah, most people should know that about you by now.
6: <laughs> yep. Go with the that's hammer. fun. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, don't get in my way. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Please move. So <laughs> that's fun.
1: Do you does like do volunteers need a lot of training to to help out or do you just need to go to one of those seminars? The orientation um,
4: basically makes sure that people don't come on site wearing um, like high heels. Flip flops. Um, you'd be surprised if really? a, yeah. a woman wow. every summer ends up showing up in a skirt and like sling Why? Okay. I don't know. I guess people right. don't understand what it's like to be on a job site. If you've never been before, it might be kind of weird to see all this stuff that's laying out there. Right. Especially after you drive up and it looks like a house. Right. But the yard is full of things like nails that haven't been picked up yet or scraps of wood. Right. Um, so an orientation basically teaches you um, what not to bring on site, like your dog, your high heels, um, your sweatshirt with the pole strings in it. Cause let's face it, that's going to get cut in a saw eventually.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and the orientations also talk about our committees and other ways to volunteer okay. that might not be on the site. Okay. And people sign a form that says that they're not going to sue Habitat. <laughs> um, and that's how people learn how to find out about the crews because we have crews that meet at regular times, but not at regular places. Okay. Um, and when we have, you know, six houses going at the same time, we have a lot of crews and so right. there's a only, lot of coordination. Yeah, there's only one way to find out where those crews are and that's to go to an orientation. Gotcha. Yep. I
1: see. When do you guys uh when are you guys starting to build your first house this summer?
4: Well, we just finished up two houses. Right. Um and we're working on uh, the rehab project in whole -hmm. Where a family had to move to Ohio because the homeowner got a promotion, so we bought the house back, and we're just repainting it. So we're doing that pretty much all the time. Okay, Um, but our first hole is growing in the ground later this week, and on May 29th at 6 p.m. we're gonna we do a a ground blessing ceremony, Mm -hmm. and the very next morning we're putting the foundation in and the walls and. So the last weekend in May there'll be a house on Ballard Street that wasn't there.
6: Oh wow. Mm-hmm. And I'll be sure you can that. find me there. <laughs> yeah.
4: And I'm pretty sure you'll be working there.
6: Yeah. <laughs> I like when the houses like are brand new when they're first getting set up because you have so much more to do and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like more so, like a lot more exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit more bright. Like, the walls and you get to pick up like like setting up everything's all brand new and like at the end of it you can just stand back and be like I set up those walls. Mm. I helped them out. Like I'd be mm. like, I built this house. You know, you could actually say that because you really did have a hand in building the house. You know, which mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah,
4: <laughs> um, I really like it too because when you go for framing days, usually the future homeowners there, and um, it's really great to work side by side with the person who's going to buy the house and who's already you know gone through the whole qualification process.
1: How, how does that work? How do you find a homeowner and whatnot? Families apply to
4: be homeowners through us. They okay. have to have need, which means they have to live in substandard housing, Okay. Um, which is unsafe or it's too small or it's too expensive generally. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have to be willing to partner, which mm-hmm. means that they have to be okay with doing some financial counseling. Homeownership, they have to take homeownership classes to learn that Trees are good in the yard, but not good in the gutter. That kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> um, and then they have to be willing to do 300 to 500 hours of sweat equity, which is volunteering on their house mm-hmm. and other people's houses, or in our office or our restore. So, and oh, and then the third is that they have to be able to make a monthly mortgage payment because our mortgages are zero interest mortgages, but it's still a mortgage. Right. Um, and they're based on a family's ability to pay. So about 30% of their monthly income okay. goes toward their, pa- their payment. So it's like $550 um, dollars a month on average, which is still cheaper yeah, than yeah. renting an apartment, um, <laughs> especially if you have eight children Oh wow. and you have to rent two apartments or um, a house that's too small for those eight kids and, and two parents. Uh-huh. So... Once, you, once a homeowner passes um, you know all that information over to us and they're approved by our board of directors for partnership, mm-hmm. they start on their spot equity. Okay. And so it's really great to be volunteering on site next to the person who's going to be living in the house. That's awesome. Because they're always more excited mm-hmm. and they're always willing to share a little bit of their story.
1: Right.
4: Last summer um, I watched a future homeowner whose house we're starting later this month Right. we were going to put the hole in the ground for. Um, watched her pick up two 40-pound bags of concrete. Yeah. And she just picks them up, and she walks over to the porch where we're going to mix up the concrete and set the, the deck poles. Right. She drops them, walks them back, picks picks up a couple more, and it's like, that's 80 pounds. Wow. Of, um, Yeah, she's really impressed in
6: how strong the lady is.
4: But I can't do that. 80 pounds. Yeah, I could, I could maybe do one bag a couple times. Yeah. I mean, it's different when you're working towards owning your own home when you never thought you could own a home before. And so that's, it's a really powerful experience to be volunteering next to somebody who's volunteering for a little bit better reason.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, I remember when I did my habitat, like, the home, the, p- we just helped and fixed up, like, this, uh, it was a, uh, manufactured home, or whatever, but, mm-hmm. like, the the grandma lived there, and the, the mom and the two kids, and the grandma was just sat there yeah. and all day and t- told t- t- your stories and tried to get you to watch Days of Our Lives with her and stuff like that, like, it was, it was awesome, they always tried to feed us whatever, but we didn't really try to take it, because we didn't have a lot, so... But yeah, it was a very rewarding experience, for sure.
6: It's pretty cool, like, when you watch them, like, the whole noise, like, when they're not, like, aware of it, if you watch them for a second, they just have, like, this huge smile on their face, like, right. looking at their house, like, and you could just see what they're thinking, like, this is my home, I, like, I own, this is mine, you know, it's really cool, mm-hmm. and then, they're like, the whole day, they'd be, like, coming up to you and be like, do you need some help, do you need some help, what <laughs> are you doing, what can I help with, and, like, right. the whole time, it's pretty cool, and it's just, like, they're running around, and then, like, someone would be like, you want someone something to drink and they're like before you can even ask, they'll just run off and bring you something to drink and they're like this That's is awesome. for you thank you for working on my home so it's
1: really cool. That's mm-hmm. cool it's like the gratification you get from it it's really nice do you guys do like a post ceremony afterwards once you're done with the house and everything? we
4: do it's called a dedication open house and um, we invite anyone who wants to come, whether they volunteered on the project or whether they made a donation to help the the home be built, or maybe they're a friend of the family or the family member. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are always really exciting um, because it's the first time that the house really looks like a house. I mean, there's carpet and cupboards and all the paints on the walls. And you know, generally all we're waiting for then is... The mortgage to be signed okay. and the keys to exchange hands right and um it's really nice for people who were only there at the start when we were maybe raising the walls mm-hmm. or you know drywalling to see the house when it's mm-hmm. done and also for the family to really be there for the first time in front of the people that they worked with right to build their house and and those are a lot of fun, and, I mean, anybody can go. Right. Those are on our website. Those are on your website. Oh,
1: yeah.
4: <laughs> and there's, if it's a family from Somalia, I'm not making any promises, but there's generally going to be some really good food. Oh, man. <laughs> we had a, a party on Sunday that um, there were probably 100 people at in the living room. I mean, habitat houses are not very large. They're right. like about 1,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. So the living room for this house was not very big. Right. It was, you know, smaller than this room, maybe about the same size. Uh-huh. And all these people were there, and everybody was really excited, and everybody was really loud, and then we, there was a, just a wall oh, of food. food. It <sighs> sounds awesome. It was, it was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, for the homeowners, it's the first time that they're really welcoming people into their new house, and they right. want everybody to be proud of their house and enjoy their, enjoy their stay, so... That's it, yeah, so food really helps <laughs> <The> food <does. laughs> I guess. but it's 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 really exciting too, and generally if if churches are involved, they'll get up and they'll say a few words, and I mean
6: sometimes it gets pretty emotional, mm. it's cool to see the end result as well, like if you were there from the get go and like you saw it as nothing more than like setting up the walls and everything, and then at the end of it all, you get to see like. Basically, all the hard work you put into that house, and right. then you see like a home for somebody to
1: live in. It's really cool. So. That's cool. Yes. Yeah. So what was your your website again? was Habitat... HabitatLansing.org. And that's where you can go and find out information mm-hmm. about volunteering and everything. Mm-hmm. And what's uh, your guys' office number? It's 517-374-1313. All right. Well, thank you both for coming on. Uh, you guys really should volunteer for habitat for me. it sounds really awesome and i think i'm gonna go do it now <laughs> it's a lot of fun the yes. we'll see you Saturday. <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah all right thank you very much for coming in and we're gonna take a short break
4: you're listening to exposure on 88.9 the
1: impact
0: And now, back to exposure.
1: And welcome back. Uh, this is Lindsay. And now I have Anne from Walk Michigan, Michigan Works. Why don't you introduce yourself and what you're here t- to talk about?
3: Hi, I'm Ann Costa-McGill. Okay. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I'm here actually to talk about Walk Michigan, Okay. which is a great program that we have. It's actually a partnership between Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Michigan, okay. and the Michigan Recreation and Park Association. Okay. And they both actually had their own separate walking programs. Uh, Parks and Rec was geared towards communities, and Walking Works uh-huh. was geared toward employees. Okay. And what they've done is joined the two programs, and they're offering walking for communities across the entire state. Oh wow, of Michigan, and we're having a huge kickoff this Thursday. Oh, okay. For that.
1: So, is it to promote healthy lifestyle and and healthy and healthy,
3: healthy in everything? General? Yes, <laughs> it, you know it is. It's actually you know we unfortunately Michigan has the um, wonderful label of being one of the fattest states. In the country, and that always impacts healthcare costs. Okay. And so Blue Cross is really caring about that because obviously they're healthcare coverage for people, and they want to help. You know, be the most effective they can be. Right. If you can get people healthier, right. And losing weight and more at their ideal weight, mm-hmm. then all of their health issues—not all of them, but a lot of health issues—disappear. And then costs will go down. And costs like will go down. So unnecessary that's the
1: big, procedures and stuff. Will-
3: exactly. Um. You know, and I was uh, just read an article recently about where children ages seven to seventeen, where the cost for obesity for them was like around twelve million. It's now increased to one hundred and twenty five million dollars a year spent on kids alone. Wow. That are suffering with obesity. That's wow, that's that's
1: mind boggling.
3: It is, it is. So these two programs have joined with this collaborative effort and a whole push to try and get the entire state walking.
1: Okay.
3: And just healthy. And you know, walking is so simple. Right, and it's easy and it's free, and mm-hmm. I know you know, students do it here all the time because you got to <laughs> cover this huge campus. You know, <laughs> know, and it's windy and cold and freezing. And, you know, you're frozen by the time you get to class. But uh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people when they aren't students anymore become less active. Yeah. So this is a push to get people doing things. It's easily accessible. It's free. If you can walk, you can be healthy. Right. And Blue Cross actually has um, a woman. Her name is Jody Davis. Okay. And she's going to be at our kickoff event Thursday, and she lost in in 16 months 162 pounds wow by just walking and portion control
1: wow that's amazing no
3: crazy diets right no you know she wasn't walking for 15 hours a day mm-hmm. you know it was it was just half hour brisk walks and she mm-hmm. said she got to the point where if, you know just like brushing her teeth she did it every day she went right. and did a walk so yeah, yeah. it's it's just it, people just need gas cats not be lazy and yep. basically yeah And, you know, it's a challenge, you know. It's hard for people, and especially you say, well, I've got a gym membership, but I don't feel like going to the gym. Yeah. Or, you know, I want to take time away from my kids. I know how that's, I am. I mean, my family's active, but I have an 8- and 4-year-old. Right. And so what I'm going to start doing with them is I'm going to get them pedometers. So can make a little fun game. Okay, you can see how many steps you took today, and right. let's go walking. You know, it's something you can do as a family. Okay. It doesn't take away family time. Mm-mm. And you I'll get... probably add to it. Yeah, exactly. And so you just got to find creative ways to make it happen. Mm-hmm. But it's all about, you know, your health and feeling good about yourself.
1: Yeah. If people would walk more, we probably would uh, definitely help with the uh, guest that's kind like of oh, $4 an yeah. <laughs> now. Yeah, I think people are finding okay. a lot of
3: different ways to get around. You know, walking one of them, ride your bike, you know take the bus and yeah. carpool and all that stuff i mean it's just getting really ridiculous yeah i don't even want to fill up my tank
1: anymore i i've uh, got my bike repaired and but i already oh, lost yeah. my bike key so i have to go get <laughs> it, to <the> bike lock. <laughs> I'll it for one
3: day that's all right though you're moving in the right direction, that's what in the direction. I <laughs> <laughs> you got the right mindset so that's a good thing
1: yes so um, where is the, like, the, is it a main event, or is there going to be separate events all over happening on Thursday?
3: Actually, on Thursday, it's the main event, and it's going to be at the state capitol okay. in Lansing, Okay. and it's going to be from 1130 to 115, okay. and basically what we're doing is, um, I know you have young viewers who may not know who this person is, but Ernie Harwell okay. um, for the Detroit Tigers, yeah, I know he's a, that is. Yeah, really famous announcer, it's okay, I know everyone doesn't, <laughs> he's going to be there, he's, you know, I think 88, and he's... Blue Cross is one of their fitness advocates. Okay. So he's going to be there, and Jody Davis, the woman who lost all the weight, is going to be there also, and the big lug from the Lug Nuts, he's going to be there, (laughs) because we've got a whole elementary school coming in, and they're going to walk with us. Oh, that's cool. So we're going to have some fitness vendors and healthy vendors down there, and Mm. you know, water, and free snacks and fruit and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then th- that program starts at 11.30, mm-hmm. and then we're actually going to take a walk at 12.30, kind of a celebration walk around the Capitol. Okay. And everyone who comes down for that walk gets registered to win a trip for two to Mackinac Island for the Labor Day weekend bridge oh, walk. that's and cool. And we'll draw from just the people who walk that day. Oh. So it'll be one trip, and then there's also lug nuts, tickets, and a bunch of other mm, giveaways, okay, fun stuff. So from 11:30 to 1:15 on Thursday the 22nd. Not doing anything. If you're not doing anything, <laughs> take the bus down to the Capitol. <laughs> Get there quickly. Um, you know, and seriously, just hang out and you know see what's going on. It's supposed to be a gorgeous day, so I'm very oh, thankful for that. That's good. And it'll just be a fun time. And-
1: so, you yeah, have the main event, and then do you like have like littler events throughout the summer, or how does that work? There
3: will be. Um, with with MRPA, okay. there was a, a traditional Walk Michigan program that mm-hmm. has been going on since 1985, and parks and rec agencies across the state would offer walking programs through the summer with that traditional walk program. Okay. Um, what's happened with the partnership with Blue Cross is they're teaming up these parks and rec agencies with their corporate clients, right. and they've targeted 20 cities in Lansing, where we go in, meet with that corporate client, and we offer walking programs for the entire year Mm -hmm. for the employees and for their families. Oh. Now, what's happened is, is this has increased the number of traditional walk Michigan communities that are partaking in the program. So, where last year we had 35 Mm -hmm. traditional walk Michigan communities, now we have 60. wow. So, if people want to get involved you know if they're you know going home to their seasons and then coming back in the fall obviously to come back to school mm-hmm. they can go to the parks and rec agency and find out um, what's happening if there's walking programs because a lot of them will do this and then give away one of the trips
1: oh
6: wow or
3: do other incentives okay and they'll do it year round oh
1: wow so That's good. so and then um the big do you have a like an end of the year type event, or
3: well, this is a first year of the partnership, so we'll be ending in April, okay, so I don't know if we're gonna have a big wrap up um the the major event that kind of happens mid-year is the trip to Mackinac Island mm-hmm. because it's kind of at the halfway point.
1: So the big walking event just people keep walking around
3: the island or? Oh actually no this no? is when they go up to um if they win the trip they get to go up on Friday and they okay. stay on the island for the weekend and you get up at the crack of dawn on Monday morning and you walk the bridge. Oh the you bridge. walk the Mackinac Bridge and they bring you back on a bus. Oh okay. Because it's five mile walk one way.
1: Oh I didn't know that. Yeah I and so words, and I know. there
3: there is Thousands and thousands and thousands of people that do that walk. Wow! And what's kind of nice is if you're with this group that wins the trip, they get to put you right up in the front, and you get to go ahead of everybody. Oh, so and Jennifer Granholm actually has started doing a race now, okay. a 5K race. Mm-hmm. So you'll have runners going out ahead of you, she being one of them, and they run over, and then the walkers follow behind.
1: Wow! Oh, wow! So it's huge, but
3: it's it's major. Oh, okay. So it's a it's a pretty cool thing. All right. And um if people want to like check it out, they can go to our website. Okay. And which at. is www.mrpaonline.org. And it'll list the whole thing about Thursday and also lists a bunch of different walking programs. That's MRPA's official website. Okay. Recreation and Park Association. So they'll tell you what's going on in the entire state.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. It's our phone number we can reach you at. or or MRPA. Yep,
3: yeah, you can actually reach me um at 517 Four eight three four three one three. Okay. Do people need to
1: people need to register before the event, or can they just no. show up? They can just show up. Okay, that's cool.
3: So we're anticipating right now probably six to seven hundred people. Okay. At the event on Thursday, and you know, but still, it's All worth right. coming out for the fun.
1: All right, and it's the eleven thirty to one fifteen at that's the Capitol. Correct. Yes. All right, cool. And then, do you have any other like local programs besides like the traditional? Community or anything else? I as guess. far as
3: walking, yeah, we actually for Lansing we have the Mayor's River Walk okay. coming up on June sixth, and that's another big walking event that takes place right down in downtown Lansing. Okay, and um it's, it's I don't know how long the walk is. I want to say it's only about two miles, but people are actually walking the river trail, and you walk to the destination, and then they bus you back to okay. where you parked it, and it's right in downtown Lansing.
1: Uh-huh.
3: And um they'll be drawing for a trip for the bridge walk that day too.
1: Oh, okay. A lot
3: so of bridge walking. Yeah. There's lots of, <laughs> lots of trips, you know, to Mackinac Island, which I'm all about. So send, me, send me north for the weekend. I'm good. Be <laughs> nice. How would you get involved in all this? Um, actually, I work for Lansing Parks and Recreation. Okay. And um, the person who had done Walk Michigan for 20 years retired. So they were looking for a chairperson oh. for the state programs. So they asked me, and I said, sure, I'd love to. <laughs> didn't realize how much work it was going to be, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I've been meeting a ton of nice people, and everyone's just been great, and this event for Thursday is really coming together, All right. and it's just been awesome.
1: That's
0: good. That's so, good.
1: so um, and so it was MRPA, I'm going to mess it up. You said Mr. MRPA. Online dot org. Yes.
3: Okay. I know I said it really fast, I was talking too fast. It. <laughs>
1: no it's okay. yeah, so you can find information about walking all across uh, the state of Michigan.: Exactly. All right. Thank you so much, Anne, for coming on. Well, thank you for <laughs> having me. <It> was great. <laughs> all right, And uh, we'll just be turning it over to Torch and Twain here in just a moment, and uh, thank you for listening to Impact Exposure.
0: Thanks for listening to this evening's exposure, only on 88.9 the Impact. No!